I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Look what free speech has gotten you, right? And, and if free speech is going to bring a Hitler to power, are you still going to defend the rights of those people to speak? If you talk about the things that affect your daily life. The secret to being a good actor. I don't really care, actually, whether Britain remains Britain. His dad was actually murdered in front of him. Marine Le Pen has changed the Pont National. If it's like kind of like a documentary investigative reporting serialized true crime, it often gets into questions about the justice system or the media. In an uncertain world, there's always music which can be listened to in good company. Welcome to Friday 15, the show where we speak to friends and interesting people, the backdrop of great tunes, and allocate 15 minutes to vote. Good question. Really good question. This podcast is a Royfield Brown production. Find others on iTunes. All right. Yeah, I know. Ladies and gentlemen, please remain standing for the singing of our national anthem. Britain is just a small island that no one pays attention to. A former colony won the right to determine its own destiny. If you're listening to this podcast, and you are, you're most probably listening through a pair of headphones, which means I have the perfect sponsor with the perfect product for you. It's Studio, and they want to revolutionize the way people see headphones. It's not just a techie utility device, but also a stylish accessory. Generally, fashionable headphones tend to lack the proper sound quality, and the high-tech ones are bulky and not design-orientated. Studio bridge that gap while emphasizing sleek, modern Scandinavian design. They've created a product that matches the quality of even the highest rated headphones on the market for a fraction of the cost. To get a 15% discount on any of their wares, go to studiosweden.com, which is spelled S-U-D-I-O Sweden.com, and simply put in the code DTD when purchasing a pair of headphones. Oh, and they make the perfect gift for Christmas. Hello and welcome to Mid-Atlantic, the show where we look at the news and the views from one side of the Atlantic from the perspective of the other. I'm Royful Brown in a rather crisp San Francisco. Today we are joined by UK and US political pundit, the eternally grumpy Mike Holden in Burnley in the UK. And we are ably joined by wine, geek and communications expert Doug Levy in the North Bay in California. Say hello, gentlemen. 
Good morning. It's great to be here. In a week that has seen two different sides of the special relationship between the US and the UK, we ask, do the president's tweets mark a sad and low moment for Anglo-American relations, which in the words of a British MP, betray a deep ignorance of the very real challenges of tackling the insidious rise of extremism and prejudice that threaten us all. President Trump has used his Twitter account to share inflammatory videos which were posted online by the deputy leader of the far-right group Britain First. The footage purports to show Muslims committing acts of violence. Well, the president's been criticised on social media for spreading hatred and a Downing Street spokesperson has said it was wrong for the president to have retweeted those videos. But despite calls for his state visit to the UK to be cancelled, there's been no change in the plans. Well, the Labour MP Chris Bryant has said that Donald Trump should be arrested if he comes to the United Kingdom for, quote, inciting religious hatred. Doug, Trump retweeted three videos from the account of Jada Frenson, Britain First deputy leader. Does he have any idea of what he's doing? No. Expand on that, please, Doug. <laughs> We've got 40 40 minutes to fill. (laughs) Sorry, I just wanted to give you the direct answer because it's painfully clear. I mean, this was nothing new. Um, For whatever reason, my fellow Americans elected somebody who not only has no appreciation for or understanding of history or diplomacy or how things are supposed to be, but doesn't care. And... uh, it's a sad point in our lifetimes, but there was nothing surprising about those retweets. You know, there are a number of people who have said this was the lowest point yet. But no, sure, sure, surely, Doug. Surely, Doug. They, the, the, something was surprising about them. That yes, he's retweeted the odd neo-fascist before, right? But he didn't only just do this he then doubled down to use an american expression didn't he he said oh shut up to to uh to theresa may and and deal with your own crap and and this is this is the doubly shocking not really Uh, i mean he's you know even during the campaign he was retweeting stuff from the neo-nazis uh and 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 stuff that was provably false and defending it um that's been the conduct for the entire year that he's almost year that he's been in the White House. And, um, you know, the the White House uh, press secretary, almost on a daily basis, uh, defends the president's promulgation of stuff that is either knowingly false or obviously offensive to people in the United States or to our allies, uh, and in many cases, both offensive and false. And they don't care. And you know what? A sad not insignificant percentage of Americans are cheering him on when he does this. Let's deal with Sarah Huckabee Sanders later. Um, But let's go over to Burnley now. Uh, Britain's ambassador to Washington, Sir Kim Darrick, confirmed on Thursday that he had personally raised the issue of the tweets uh, with the White House on Wednesday. He tweeted, British people overwhelmingly reject the prejudiced rhetoric of the far right, which seek to divide communities and erode decency, tolerance and respect. Uh, Mike, does Sir Kim represent the feelings of all us Brits in this matter? 
Um, I would certainly say he represents uh, a, a significant proportion of uh, the feeling over here. Certainly, yeah. Um, there are, uh, in the same way that there, uh, there is in America, there are a number here who will support him, whatever. Okay, tell tell me about the that Brit that would be supporting Donald Trump in this matter. Give us a profile of who they are. Uh, as you're aware, we've had our own. Um, uh, Political upheaval over here with uh, with Brexit, and uh, you do tend to find that the uh, the pro Brexiters and the Trump fans align themselves a little bit. In that, um, the same people that will argue with me on Twitter about uh, Brexit being the best thing that's ever happened are also the same people who will argue that uh, Trump is is right to say what he wants to say, and uh, who are we to argue with him? And uh, you will have seen that in in Parliament, uh, our Home Secretary. Uh, her first statement about all this was that um, we should look at the bigger picture, um, m- meaning that we should consider our relationship with America financially uh, over and above uh, his retweeting um, of essentially fascist material, which um, I don't see as correct, and I don't think many others did either. But um, it's a facet of Brexit that... Um, We've put ourselves in such a delicate position, uh, or, or we will be in such a delicate position uh, in the very near future, that we may have to rely on Donald for uh, uh, for business, um, and that our home secretary seems to think that that's uh, that should be put above um, these uh, moral considerations, which I don't think is a majority view at all. But uh, as, as far as uh, what Doug said, I completely agree. Um, the only thing I'd say is it's difficult to say he's, he's hit a new low because it's very difficult to know with Donald Trump where, where the low is going to end. <laughs> Sarah Huckabee Sanders says it doesn't matter if the anti-Muslim videos that Trump retweeted were real or not because the threat is real. Um, isn't that the case here, Doug, that uh, the world is being engulfed by Muslim extremism? You can't trust them. Um, and it doesn't really matter about the actual content of the videos. Discuss. The sad thing is that that's what I believe Trump and his people believe, but the evidence does not support that at all. And in fact, uh, you know, I was writing about this yesterday. You know, we had, you know, dozens of people gunned down in Las Vegas by an American. We had, uh, you know, We've had more people killed by non-Muslims than by Muslims, and focusing yeah, but, on the but, extremists. But, but then we're getting killed by good old uh, God-fearing Christians, and that's all right. It's when you, you know, it's when you have the, uh, the a Muslim threat, then that is something insidious well, it, and goes to the heart of our societies, and that needs to be stamped out. Surely, that's surely you that's can understand the, that. Doug. That's the problem. It's like they, these people want a simplistic answer to a much more complicated problem, and just like not all white but, Christian men are terrorists, not all Muslims are terrorists, and if you focus entirely on that broad category. We're not making anybody safer. I think it's fair to say, if I can chip in, is that all right? Um, yeah, go on. I think it's fair to say, uh, 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 again, I'm in agreement with Doug on this, that um, one of the things that was uh, brought out uh, by Sarah Kubi Sanders was that uh, the, the threat is real, even if the videos aren't real. Well, we do know for a fact that, that the uh, one of the videos uh, that Donald Trump 
retweeted uh, was labelled uh, a Muslim guy attacking a, a white guy on crutches and has, has proven to be, in fact, two Dutch kids having a fight, one who happened to be slightly dark-skinned. So uh, the the Islamic threat uh, is is at least partially manufactured. Um, and as you say, we, if you compare it to American gun deaths, um, the deaths due to um, Islamic terrorism in the UK in 2017 is 37. And the Vegas shooting resulted in 58 deaths from one guy. Now, if you compare Donald Trump's reaction to uh, any one incident in the UK with the Vegas shooting, um, I'm not even sure I can find anything that he said about the Vegas shooting. Well, he said that this was uh, the the actions of an individual who was uh, mentally deranged, and this was not an issue to do with guns. This was a mental health issue. Yeah, I would argue that the actions of any one terrorist could be the actions of one individual who's mentally deranged. Because otherwise, why would you go through that? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, oh I'm no, very... no, Mike, they're the other because you know if you put the word Muslim there, well then it's a threat to the existential. Uh, basis of of the whole of whole the whole western society that's the reason why these people say this is different donald trump's britain first retweets uh, won't be removed from twitter um how do we feel about this doug they said uh, and 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 to just to finish off this quote they said they're going to leave them up there because it shows every side of the issue doesn't matter whether they're inflammatory or not you know, I don't know what I would be telling the executives at Twitter at this point. I do think that if they were truly enforcing their terms of service, Mr. Trump's Twitter account would have been deactivated years ago, if not uh, this year. Um, but we also have the problem of the federal law that requires any communication by the president to be retained and kept public. So even if they were deleted from Twitter, they would still live on as official White House documents, although I don't think this current White House is trying to adhere to the law on that either. But, um, you know, he's the president of the United States. He said these awful things. He published things that we know to be false and inflammatory. That's the president. Even after the Prime Minister said he was wrong, he decided to stand by Britain first. And and I I say to the Home Secretary, it's no good saying we've been robust. You've been robust before, it's not made the blindest bit of difference. He's a repeat offender and it will go on and on and on. You cannot stand up to um, this kind of action. You cannot stand up to horrible racism or pretend to do so and invite the man in through the front door. (laughs) In the past, the Home Secretary repeatedly and quite rightly, when she was Home Secretary, the Prime Minister, when she was Home Secretary, said homophobes and racists who will stir up hatred in this country will not be allowed in this country and if they come to this country, they'll be arrested. (laughs) That's what should happen in this case and the Home Secretary knows it. Just say it. Theresa May, Mike, became the first world leader to visit Trump in Washington. Uh, And she told reporters at the time that opposite attract. Where does this leave uh, the proposed state visit of Trump? Um, I think um, in the very long grass is the uh, the short answer to that. Um, 
it's, it was pretty clear from the uh, the talk in Parliament this week that um, the government's only response to um, outrage from all sides, uh, actually, on, the, on, on Donald Trump's uh, actions this week has been to say the state visit has not been confirmed in terms of the date, which is uh, parliamentary speak for <laughs> we're not going to visit this until it's long, long, long forgotten. And uh, it's unlikely to be, to be fair. Um, I can uh, find uh, comment all over Twitter that people, people are actually saying, let him come over. Because if, they, if he comes over to Britain, you'll be able to hear the booze from where you are. There will be mass protests if he comes over. <laughs> and uh, as I say, um, the, uh, Theresa May holding hands with Donald uh, shortly after his inauguration where was seen with some derision over it. But it's actually a sign, of, it, I, I hate to bring everything back to Brexit, but it's a sign of weakness over Brexit that the UK is putting itself in a position where uh, its relationship with the Europe is is declining and being torn up, uh, and we're going to have very few friends left. And the UK government seems to think that Donald is one of those uh, in business terms. Although anyone who's uh, looked into his past record with business and with partners knows that uh, he's not the most reliable. But okay, Let, let's expand on on this as a, a, a way of debate. We Donald Trump is going to last another. Well, depending on breaking news at yeah, the you've moment, seen this morning's uh, Donald news, Trump. Right? Yes, th- Donald Trump might last uh, a week, a month, possibly. Um, you know, uh, three years, seven years at most. There still will be a United Kingdom post Donald Trump, and there still be, will be a we United hope. States post Donald Trump. Um, this is <laughs> let let's say it's ninety nine point nine percent certain. Right, that these two entities will still be recognisable as such um, in approximately seven years' time at, at the very at the very outset. This is just a temporary hiccup, isn't it, Doug? The erratic behaviour of your current president is just wish- a, an aberration on the great path of history, on the great shared history between our two nations. Brexiteers are fundamentally right. We're just realigning ourselves away from from Europe and moving a little bit more. Uh, you know, into the orbit of America. No big problem. It's not a big problem if you think that the United States and Great Britain can be an island unto themselves, because what we are doing is alienating all of our allies and also going backwards from the progress that had been made in the prior decades of improving cooperation around the world, including with countries that would not be considered allies. Uh, This is alienating more than it is helping. And I'm not sure that in a global economy, either the UK or the United States can stand on its own. And in fact, we're seeing China emerge as a much more influential world power now, and the influence of the United States diminishing. That's not a good thing. Mm. Let, let's come back on to um, more kind of pressing uh, matters and let's, let's, let, let's let geo-economics look after itself. In Westminster, Mike, uh, Labour MP Stephen Doherty said Trump is either a racist, incompetent or unthinking. Was he correct? If you take out the word either, you, yeah. Um, he's, he's certainly... Um, 
very publicly demonstrated many times that he's um, aligned himself with uh, the white supremacist factions in America. He's demonstrated more than on more than one occasion that he's he's not uh, necessarily uh, doesn't necessarily have the statesmanship that previous presidents have had. Um, and yeah, he, he does uh, again, as we know, have a, a penchant for uh, shooting from the hip. Uh, and not necessarily caring who he hits. So I, I would I would actually say, yeah, well, I think all of our statements have uh, got truth to them. Um, I think the bigger problem that we have is that here and there, um, uh, Donald Trump is, is kind of um, the uh, Republican Party's uh, useful idiot at the moment in that uh, he's there acting as a huge shield for them. There are plenty of um, things going on with the uh, tax bill and with health care that... Uh, the GOP are trying to push through and Trump is acting as good cover for them, both in terms of providing support for them uh, in some of those ways and also acting as a, a, a as a great distraction from the things that are going on. I mean, there's a vote going on today, I believe, um, on the tax bill uh, and all the focus is on uh, Flynn and Trump and radical Islamic terrorism. Um, I, I think is that, is is that true, Doug? Is, is Donald Trump a useful idiot for the Republican Party. No question about it. And I mean, he's a useful idiot for Vladimir Putin. Um, you know, what, you know, Trump has moved American foreign policy much more in line with what Russia has wanted. So that's, you know, useful idiot category number one. But if you look at what. But, 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 okay. But let, 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 let's, let's look at that one point. Every Republican senator. And the Foreign Relations Committee or in Congress does not agree with this move of American politics, um, American foreign politics away from the anchors of NATO and um, its allies. Um, in, Maybe that's in the Far East. None of them agree with that. So he's Maybe what you're saying is true. However, regard. the big disappointment for me as, as somebody who studied the law and has you know, been enthusiastic about the American Constitution and what we have done differently in this country for over 200 years is that the current crop in the House and the Senate have proven that they are much more interested in getting their god-awful tax bill through and horrendous, in some cases, completely unqualified judges onto the federal bench as lifetime appointees those things are proving to be more important to our legislators than actually protecting and preserving the Constitution of the United States. And that is really sad. That is a dark episode in American history. And I am not as optimistic as you are about our future. I think that we are in a very bad situation. Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 I'm, I'm not optimistic about it. I'm just saying that the chances are, and I'll put them at 99.9%, that in seven years' time, there still will be an entity called the United States. That's all I've said. I didn't say it, would, it will still consist of 50 states. I don't know how, what state it will be in, but I'm sure there'll still be one. I'm not that um, optimistic. But let, let's, let's wrap this up. So, Trump, is he a racist, Doug? Yes, we knew that 30 one years ago. One word answer. Absolutely. Is he incompetent, Doug? Yes. Is he unthinking? Absolutely. And this isn't news. We've known that. We knew that before we elected him. So the Labour MP, Stephen Doty, was correct. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It is extraordinary, isn't it? You've got the royal family, the ultimate symbol of Britain's colonial past, now striking a blow for multicultural, multi-ethnic Britain. I think it's about time, really. You know, in my lifetime, I felt very much that um, growing up as a British person, it was very hard to reconcile feeling British, but the royal family supposedly being the most powerful symbol of Britishness, not reflecting my life at all. There was nothing about the royal family I could relate to until this point. And I think the message from successive governments has been that we are a multicultural society. We celebrate being a diverse society. For the family at the apex of our society to be completely undiverse and unintegrated just always seemed completely unsustainable. So I welcome this and I think it's actually pretty long overdue. With Prince Harry and Meghan Markle making their first official joint royal appearance in the UK today, how excited are us Brits about this royal wedding? Over to you in a sunny Burnley, Mike Holden, shoot. It's not about sunny. Many people here are um, ecstatic about this. I'm not one of them. I'm um, a Republican, if you want to put it that way. Um, um, but there's no doubt at all that uh, many people are very happy about this. Um, and uh, from what little I know about her, she seems like a very nice girl. She seems uh, to be a good match to uh, to Harry. Um, and as far as the government's concerned, she's a fantastic, uh, the, the whole episode is a fantastic um, uh, distraction from everything else that's going on in the government and, and uh, in politics. But, but don't don't we need the odd little distraction? Absolutely, we do. Mike, right? We don't now, get a bank holiday for it, by the way. Well, well, there, there you go. Um, they, they've already told us we don't get a bank holiday for it. 
So wait a minute, as a Republican, as a Republican, shouldn't you boycott that bank holiday and go to work anyway, if there, um, if there was one? Aren't you trying to have it both ways there? Uh, possibly, but uh, if someone offers me a free day's holiday, I'd be foolish to turn it down, wouldn't I? For whatever reason it was. Um, but um, uh, as I say, I, I'm, I'm, the, the latest news we have is that there isn't a holiday plan for it anyway, so we'll be at work while they're getting married. Um, well, they're getting married on a Saturday, so I hope you're not at work. All right. But... Look, there's never been any trouble before in the past with a royal man in America, has there? It, these things always go swimmingly. <laughs> um, okay. Um, the last time uh, one of our royals was uh, uh, attempting to get married to an American, obviously, it in, uh, ended up in a, an abdication. So, um, uh, and uh, it's worth pointing out that the parallels are there that uh, uh, she's American and she's divorcee, uh, is Meghan Markle, yeah? And... Um, the, uh, the thing that's really um, um, causing uh, internal strife uh, among some of the uh, more right-wing members of our uh, uh, the UK public is the fact that she's mixed race. Um, and most of us perfectly happy with that, no problems at all. But the, these guys who uh, are flag-waving for the Brits uh, constantly and uh, would stand on their chairs at the fact of uh, uh, Harry getting married then look across and see that it's an American divorcee who's mixed race. And they don't really know what to do about that. Doug, you Americans must be getting, you know, totally excited and beside yourselves now. Uh, you're marrying into the premier royal family on, on planet Earth. Um, this is a, a massive validation for the special relationship between our two, two countries. You must be so proud of your Megan. It's a wonderful distraction. And, it's happy news when people commit to lifetimes together. So I think we welcome it. We are happy to welcome a member of the royal family in towers. This is a woman. This is a woman who is um, a working professional. Uh, she reads Noam Chomsky. Even Noam, Chom even Noam Chomsky is you know, somewhat excited about things. He says, you know, she could help shake up the monarchy. She's uh, tweeting and Instagramming about her reading his works and stuff. This isn't your, your average American. This is all good news. She's gonna she's gonna take the tenets of Chomsky's anti-capitalist uh, tirades to the heart of the British establishment. This is a good thing. A little progress is a very good thing all around. I I actually think the the, the Britain's royal family has shown to be fairly progressive in the scheme of things, and perhaps Americans can learn a lesson from this. That's what I hope. I think also it's worth pointing out that uh, Harry is far from uh, your typical royal uh, in that uh, he's uh, enjoying his uh, life uh, and has enjoyed it previously. Uh, he's also very um, uh, public-minded. Uh, he's um, a sponsor of a, uh, a sporting event uh, for uh, people injured, uh, servicemen who have been injured, they're called Invictus Games. Yeah, the Invictus Games. And yeah. So he's and and he's a lot younger than the current crop uh, of royals that we have. So um, he's a breath of fresh air. I've also, I've also seen him do, do a bit of a bogle <laughs> yeah. in Jamaica. I've seen him like run with Usain Bolt. Um, now, is the royal family, and I'm not saying this has been some kind of um, directive from the Queen, but Markle is mixed race. Are the royal family showing that they are... Um, 
a very accurate reflector of modern day Britain might discuss? I, I, I think there's certainly some um, fi- uh, certainly some feeling within uh, the royal family from from where us mere mortals are standing that they are moving with the times a little bit. Yeah, they are moving forward, and uh, part of this um, uh, it, uh, it supports that. Um, Certainly, uh, I would think it's fairly uh, likely that uh, anyone who is seen as a candidate for being in the royal family uh, or even having a relationship with one of the royals, uh, he is uh, discussed within the family or discussed within the uh, the royal household. Uh, and so the, the mere fact that he's, um, he's stuck to his guns or they've accepted that uh, this is a reasonable uh, way for him to go and, and a, a nice girl to get married to. And she does seem a very, very nice girl. I mean, um, uh, it seems that, um, yes, they are moving with the times. Um, the, 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 the best part of all this that I can say is that um, uh, Harry uh, is a very good mate of Barack Obama's. And Meghan Markle has uh, described Trump as a misogynist in the past. So if they've got any say in the wedding list, uh, it's likely that the uh, the invite will read Barack and Michelle rather than Donald and Melania. And uh, Donald will take that very well. Um, I don't know where to go with this, uh, but Doug, if, if you've got anything more to say on this, uh, feel free. I just thought, you know what, it, this just framed uh, the special relationship between the UK and the US in a week where Trump has sent out a few tweets. I don't have an awful lot to say to say on this matter, but I'm going to leave you the, leave the final comments to you, Doug. As I said, I think this is um, one bit of good news in a week that has seen so much negative and depressing news. Um, I'm happy, new couple. Uh, I think that's a, an apt end. Doug, um, this just shows that we are in the 21st century, and in uh, and this show has been dominated by uh, Brexit and Trump for too long. So I would, the fact that this came along and uh, this week, I just thought let's just uh, throw our two pennies worth at it for, for 30 seconds. But now let's move on to our takeaways of the week. As is customary, at the end of every show, we have a takeaway of the week. And we're going to start with the new boy this week. So, Mike Holden, um, what is your takeaway of the last seven days which you'd like to share with the listening public around planet Earth, sir? Um, Well, um, there have been two things uh, uh, this week, really. Um, I've I've just recently come back, uh, beginning of last week, uh, from a trip to Spain, um, which was uh, a massive change from the chilly north. Uh, to hit the warmth of Spain. Um, it was uh, a place called Benidorm, so it was a little bit of a, a Brits abroad holiday, um, lots of drinking, lots of sunshine. But it did have me thinking about uh, how the whole landscape is going to change in the coming 12, 18 months. Uh, everything from um, the uh, Open Skies Agreement, which allows aeroplanes to leave Britain and land in Europe, uh, is going to undergo dramatic changes. And also, the very outlook that Europeans have uh, when they meet Brits. Um, as I say, <laughs> the place I've been is not necessarily the best example of it, but um, in Europe, uh, the people in general are very, very welcoming, very friendly, and uh, we're friendly in return. Um, and I worry that the, uh, the Brexit um, turmoil is going to affect that. I hope it doesn't, but I feel it may. Uh, and the other thing I say is that uh, this morning being the 1st of December, um, my girl Daisy uh, opened the first door on her advent calendar 
and had a chocolate and she's looking forward to the rest. <laughs> All right. How about you, Doug? Um, t- tell us something where she's going to shine a light under the soul of humanity or even just your own. I think that the entire week is going to be overshadowed by what happens next. We had the guilty plea by Trump's former national security advisor at the end of the week. And this is a big deal because uh, it will push us much closer and probably directly into a true constitutional crisis. Depending on how the president reacts, we certainly expect him to react strongly. And this unfortunately does show that somebody in Trump's inner circle was not only interacting with a foreign government, but lied about it at a time when he was the... You know the rules. Our takeaways of the week are not supposed to be political. Ah, I can't... Okay, let me... All right. Let me try that again. Go in your own time. My takeaway of the week is that we do need to celebrate love. And I think that is why as bad as everything else is. How could that be a revelation hmm? that we need to celebrate love? It happens so rarely in the United (laughs) States these days that we are, are... we are grasping at whatever shred of love we can find, even mm. if it is a country that we rejected 200 plus years ago. Ah, Hands across okay. the ocean. Yeah. Exactly. Cuddles across the ocean. Um, my takeaway of the week, I'm, I'm slightly stretching this, but this was actually last week, early last week, I saw LCD Sound System play in San Francisco. And. I, I love LCD Sound System. There, it, fundamentally, it's one guy really who records in his studio. But when he goes out on the road, he has a, a whole bunch of musicians with him. But here is a guy. He's paunchy. Um, he's not in the first flush of youth. He's approximately fifty now, and he is a, a rock forward slash electronic star, a, an icon. And it gives hope to all kind of paunchy, flabby, middle-aged men like me that we can still have our moment yeah, in the God. sun, really. If he's doing it out there. Exactly. If he's doing it, uh, we, we can all do it. And so um, big ups to you, LCD Sound System, because uh, you, you're giving me hope that my life is not over yet. Uh, that's been my takeaway uh, of the week. Um, now, uh, it's, it's a time where I basically say, uh, please go on to iTunes and write us a review been doing these shows for some four years now and uh, we are keeping up the good liberal progressive fight go and spread the word about the podcast please so write us that review on itunes um, if you want to send me an email you can do that by sending that into me at royfield which is r-o-i-f-i-e-l-d at gmail.com you can find us on twitter where we are at mid-atlantic show you can follow the progress of the program on facebook um doug why don't you tell people where they can find you on social media before you go i am on twitter my twitter handle is at sf doug as in san francisco doug d-o-u-g and mike why don't you uh, do the same the best place to get me is is twitter same uh, and that's at mike holden 42 and just before we go mike you have a you have a claim to fame don't you or what is your <laughs> Huh. Well, it's so. been overshadowed by this week's thing, and that's uh, obviously that um, um, about August, I think it was. Um, 
uh, Donald Trump put out uh, a tweet supporting, uh, I forget the guy's name now, but a judge who was uh, convicted of racist um, uh, racist behaviour and Trump pardoned him and I said, oh, well, he's a fascist. And uh, now I kind of left it open as to whether I meant uh, the, uh, the sheriff or uh, oh, Joe Arpaio, that's the guy, yes, thank you. Um, and I, I said, well, Trump's a fascist, and he retweeted it. So uh, the, the furore that's been up this week uh, was, uh, in a very small way, uh, raised a few months ago, and uh, my name was the, the name attached to it. So, uh, yeah, I was uh, a local celebrity for about 48 Hey, uh, and endorsed by the President of the United States. Endorsed by the President of the United States. Retweets do not necessarily equal <laughs> All right, folks, that's been us on uh, the end of uh, yet another fascinating week looking at US and UK politics. See you all again soon. Bye-bye. Crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.